Hi guys, it's Pleasance here and today I have a very special episode for you because I have one of my favorite humans of all time here. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sailor. And tell us a little bit about yourself, Sailor. I'm 10. I like to draw, especially fashion. I like to sing. I play softball. Um, I like to bake, and my happy place is the beach. Okay, so I invited Sailor to come onto the podcast to talk about stress and self-care from the perspective of a modern 10-year-old. I feel very passionate about teaching our children how to take really good care of themselves because so many of us did not grow up that way. So Sailor, tell us a little bit about what kind of stress you have in your life and what that feels like. Um, well, at school sometimes I get stressed out like last year, uh, not this year at all this yet, but definitely last year when I was in fourth grade, math was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it was just like really hard for me mm-hmm. to do. And then reading was like hard-ish, but like the less hard okay. because the hard part about it was since I'm dyslexic, all the words like started to float around and like disappear, like vanish. And everyone would say like, why did you put your head up? I'm like, because the words are like they're not there don't you see and they're like no they're there so that's what happened in reading and then in writing um spelling is definitely the worst um but it was also since like I didn't like I love writing but sometimes it can get like tough when people are saying oh, you spelled that, Mm -hmm. or when I made this Harry Potter sign, they're like, you spelled Dumbledore wrong, or Hagrid. Okay, those are really hard words. I would spell them (laughs) wrong, too. But, like, sometimes I spelled Harry Potter wrong, and people would get mad at me. What is it, what does stress feel like, like, when you're not spelling a word right, or when it's hard for you to read something, or when math feels hard, what do you notice about how you feel? I feel very dumb. Mm. I can feel very dumb and immature and feel like I belong in pre-K. Okay, so what do you do when you feel that way? I stick to it and I just try and go through it and not worry about it. I can say I can do it later. I can come back to the problem, I can reread the chapter, or I can go on, because I may not need the word in writing, I can go on to the thing and then come back to it and see if I actually didn't need it. I'm really curious about when you are doing stuff that you love, which you said was singing, writing stories, not necessarily reading them to other people, but you love writing (laughs) stories, right? And love writing. And you love singing and you love fashion design and you love softball. When you're doing things that you love and your body feels connected, 
do you feel dumb or like you should be in pre-K when you're doing the stuff that you love? No. I mean, no, because the thing with schools these days, it's like, it's not fun anymore. It's Mm. like, you don't get as much free time and as much things that you really should do. Because like, my mom always says, um, they should have six weeks on, three weeks off. Six (laughs) weeks on, three weeks off. The whole school year, I'm like, yeah, it should be like that. But when I'm with the stuff that I love, like baking, it just, it makes me forget about all my stuff that I have to worry about mm-hmm. in like school mm-hmm. and friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It makes me so happy mm-hmm. to be in that moment, mm-hmm. especially when I like baking with my friends. So the really cool thing is, is that, you know, I'm taking this online class and yeah. they, what they call it in positive psychology is being in flow. So all of us as human beings have something that when we're in flow, we, it's like, we feel so good. So for me, mine is yoga and (laughs) meditation and writing and learning and reading. Like I could read books and take notes and for hours, like time just passes. I just feel so good when I'm learning something that I'm interested in, right? (laughs) Not learning something I'm not interested in. So the thing that I'm just really curious about is what do we do Like, what can we do with the fact that schools are not necessarily set up to really see your strengths, but that's where you go to school? And yes, can we make other choices? Of course. But like how, when you're in the classroom or what kind of conversations do you guys, do you and your friends talk about stress or do you talk about the fact that some of the things that you're doing in school don't, aren't that inspiring to you guys? Um... No, not really. We just, like, talk about, like, things that we're doing after school, and um, we play, like, tag sometimes, or um, someone that I know says stuff to someone else, and then they start to chase someone. Yeah, so it's kind of just, like, child's it's play. It's, like, like, child's play, because that's, like, our time to... Just be Bring a kid. out our yeah, energy yeah. and just be a kid and not have to focus on everything. Yeah. Do you feel like your school does a good job of balancing that? Like the academic stuff, doing stuff you have to do and learn for the curriculum versus for like the core subjects versus like getting outdoor time. I mean, because you guys still have art, music, recess, PE. You have a lot of things beyond just typical math and reading. Yeah, well... The thing is, we have that, but only for, like, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. recess is, like, half an hour. Mm -hmm. It's, like, we're sitting inside all day doing the things that you want us to do. Can you just give us a little more time? Mm -hmm. Especially with, like, science. It's, like, the last class that I have. No one's focusing. And it's, like, we just need to go outside. Mm -hmm. We need to have free space, free time to be able to do things and to play with our friends a little longer because we have Jack. So, like, some people after school, they have Jack and they can't go to other people's houses and have that free time Mm -hmm. because Jack Jack makes you, like, do your homework. Tell people what Jack is because they don't know what Jack is. Jack is Janny Aftercare. Yeah, it's the school aftercare. Okay, so here's the deal, though. Is childhood 
all about playing with your friends? No. What's the benefit of school? Why do you think we have schools or why do you think we have to learn certain things? Um, the benefit of the school, I think, is to learn mm-hmm. and to get yourself ready for being an adult and all these things that you have to do when you're an adult. But I think that we should just have... Since we do have all that academic academic stuff, um, it's good, but like in music, it's like just doing do re mi. Mm-hmm. In PE, it's just doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. No one likes them. Yeah, they're hard. No one likes them as adults <laughs> yeah. either. They're hard as adults too. Yeah, but like mm-hmm. some some stuff is like really creative. Mm-hmm. Well, you you're very creative, so you're gonna want yeah. to have those more creative. I imagine there's some <laughs> sporty kids in your class who love the push-ups. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I want to switch gears for a minute. Tell me a little bit about... So here's something that I want you to know. I don't know if you know this, actually, so I'm going to tell you now. When we started talking to your school and the support people at your school about some of the learning issues that we saw that you did not learn in the classroom setting in the way that they were teaching you and we wanted to get you more support, the school... um, And I think this is... It's not... I'm not... I'm not singling out our school. I'm saying I think public schools in general don't use the language dyslexia anymore. They don't say kids are dyslexic because they don't want kids to feel trapped by that name yeah. and they don't want people to feel labeled by that or yeah. or not smart. Yeah. Daddy and I, because your dad is also dyslexic, yeah. um, daddy felt differently. He felt like he wanted you to know and feel empowered. He wanted you to say... This is who I am, and I have all these other strengths. Daddy and I talked about it, and he, we both wanted you to see it as your superpower. We don't want you to feel dumb or trapped. We want you to say, here's just because you're in this model, this is the way you learn. There's lots of ways that people learn, and, we, and there's tons of super smart dyslexic people, right? Yeah. Who are some of them? Albert Einstein. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else you remember? One of the presidents. Yeah, Richard Branson. There's so many of these very famous. Um, we have been reading dyslexic lists about people. it. About dyslexic. yeah, when I found out. So, but... go. So, what I want to hear from you is: Do you see it knowing this as something that's hurting you or helping you or both? Well, I think both because once a lot of people found out that I was a dyslexic in last year. They started writing about it, and they started writing about things that they don't even know that I have, or that actually dyslexic people have. Like, what do you mean? Like, they started writing about this girl that they said that had dyslexia, and like, okay, and then they started writing, and... I don't really remember what it was about, but it was, like, since one of the girls likes soccer, um, they wrote about a dyslexic soccer player. Okay. Um, and her disability. And I just started feeling, like, trapped. But one of the... Because now people actually ask me, Do, is it okay if I write about this? I'm like, yeah. But, like, they think that they need my approval. 
What does dyslexia mean to you? It means to me, not to everyone else, but to me, that you have a disability, but you can have higher rates if you study more than everyone else, if you do these things that everyone else does, but you got to get a little higher and you have to go up. Like, you can't just sit where everyone else is. You have to actually go up because once you're sitting with them and they go up, you're, like, trapped down here in, like, a cage, which is sometimes how I feel, um, but not always. When you say disability, what do you mean by that? Because that's not language Daddy and I use. Like, we feel like it's your strength, and we feel like it's what makes you... Just like it makes daddy so special and unique in his work because he has to read the contracts and he has so many details that he pays attention to. So for daddy, it has made him so successful in his work. So I feel upset when I hear you say disability because that hurts me. But how do you feel about it? What does that mean to you? To me... Or is it just a word you've heard? I don't know. Well, I've heard many words about disabilities But I feel as though I have one because, well, some people say that dyslexia Mm. is a disability. Because they say LD, learning disability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand. And also, but I think it's a disability because it's hard Mm -hmm. for me to do writing. Mm -hmm. Like the three main academic stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's also hard for me to do science, mm-hmm. read music. Like, I cannot read music. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes history. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all the ones I can name now. Oh, recipes. But when I bake, recipes can be really challenging for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when I read in front of the class. Mm-hmm. I get tripped up on easy words that they think is easy. Yeah. And not me. And how, that must feel... Really, feels really bad. Yeah, it must feel hard. Yeah. Okay, so what are the things... So we talked a little bit about the dyslexia being a superpower bad. or a, dis- a disability. Yeah. What are the things that you love about it? What are the ways... Um, how do you see yourself and your strengths in your school, in your friendships, in your life? What are the things that are so magical and super about you? Well, some people, like my best friend, Phoebe, um, she helps me with stuff when I need help. She's always there for me. And so is someone else, um, Charlie. He's Mm -hmm. always there for me. Um, They're both always there for me, and, like, They know that I'm dyslexic, but they don't really care. Mm -hmm. Like, they're seeing me as someone that is a normal person and that... You are a normal person. (laughs) ...doesn't, like... No, not... I know what you mean. But, yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, they don't see me as someone that is a challenging person. Yeah. Or that has bad reviews or bad grades. They see me as their best friend. Yeah. And it's great to have that. And especially with that I'm getting all this extra help, which is really helping. Mm -hmm. And it's getting my grades up, especially in social studies. 
Um, I got a five, which is like the highest you can get. <laughs> Yay! Um, and then also another good thing is that I have so many friends that I like I can't say all their names right now. Mm-hmm. But the ones at my school, like they're friends with me. Like they don't care like who I am or what I am or mm-hmm. if I was something to eat they would just be friends with me Mm -hmm. because they say everyone says that I'm so nice and they want to be friends with me because they like being around you yeah a lot of people think that like a lot of people know that they like being around me or else they wouldn't hang out with me Mm -hmm. but they just like whenever someone is like down I try and help them like especially this girl I forget her name, but she's a new girl. I don't like her calling her that because yeah. I feel weird when I say that. Um, she's from Egypt, and I love her. She's awesome, but her only she only has like she knows a lot of people already, but her really only I think I don't I don't really see her with anyone else is Sarah Rose and. You don't have to deal with names. You can just say um, how you see with their friends. Like, I see them hanging out all the time, and when she comes up to me, she's like, I'm so happy to see you. How does that feel? It feels good. Yeah. Because I know her, and she's awesome. There's something that we use in some of my classes called, you've taken them. You took the Strengths Finder for kids. Remember, yeah. you took the character via strength. You took yeah. the via strengths for kids. Yeah. And part of your superpower is being a friend, is being a nurturer, is being <laughs> yeah. intuitive, is being kind, is being loving, is being connected. That is a strength. We live in a world We're where nice. the school says reading, writing, math, report card, that's important. But you are yeah. living in a family where we say who you are as a person. Yeah. Is the most important thing. Not your grade. No. Like, you guys like throw out my grades. You're like, whatever. <laughs> because what is important to us? Who you are as a yeah. person. Because when you do the things that you love and you feel empowered by your strengths, you are going to shine no matter what you do, sweet girl. Mm-hmm. You are going to be that fashion designer or that baking artist or that teacher. What Do you, do you know what you want to do when you grow up? Um, or what are your dreams? <laughs> My dream is to become an actress, Mm. but my side people, or side whatever I'm going to be, is either a spy, uh, because I like spies, a mystery solver, a detective, um, a fashion designer, because I've been designing my own clothes, picking out my own clothes since I was like three. Younger. Two? Younger. 18 months. Really? (laughs) Yes. A year and a half. (laughs) Yeah. So, it, I feel like fashion's my passion. I've been, like, off fashion for a long time, yeah. but I haven't been realizing that I actually haven't because I've been picking out... Last right. year, we went to go see something um, at school, Camelot, and I literally went over to someone's house, and they're like, help me pick out what I'm going to yeah. wear. I'm like, okay. Okay, so last thing I want to ask you is about your self-care and how do you take care of yourself. You have... A lot going on. So you have a big life, right? You're yeah. in school. 
you have a little brother, you have a dog, a mom and dad who you, you know, it's not always easy to get along with everybody, friends, family, school. Yeah. How do you manage that all? How do you take care of yourself and how do you take care of your body and your mind and your soul? Well, I have a lot of things, like you said, going on in my life right now. And sometimes it's hard for me to, like, remember to clean my room, brush my teeth twice a day. Mm-hmm. So I need those reminders. So you've been giving me a ton of mar- reminders to do that stuff. I've been making my bed lately, and it's great. But, um, like you said, I have a lot of things going on. Like, I have softball practice. Mm-hmm. I have art after class. I have someone else coming over mm-hmm. um, every Tuesday. And it's nice to have all this stuff that I love to do and the mm-hmm. people that I like to be with. Um, but how I manage it is as soon as I get home, I do my homework. Mm-hmm. Or I go to the bathroom, get some snack, lay down for a little, then I do my homework. And then we have, since I manage, we're not allowed to watch TV for like, as long as we want and mm-hmm. not do our homework. Um, we get to watch it, watch for 45 minutes mm-hmm. tonight, maybe a little different, like a movie, but um, it's not all the time I get to watch TV because I have all this homework already. Mm-hmm. It's even the third week of school, almost fourth, but... I get to either choose to go play with my friends mm-hmm. or watch TV. Most times, it's watch TV. Or I get to watch TV for like two minutes and then someone comes over and asks if I can go hang out with them and they're like, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Because <laughs> um, I have nothing better to do except to watch TV. So, yeah. Is there anything else you do? I'm looking, we're sitting in your room and you have a little list right next to your bed that says can't sleep question mark so I want to know so I I know that in order to unwind or relax you like to watch your shows what are what is what's the show your favorite show um I have two actually yeah it's Fuller House yes the new season not the old one and Alexa and Katie. Okay. What's that about? That's the spy show, isn't it? No. Alexa and Katie? No. no. Oh. Alexa and Katie is about this... Oh, not that. Not Alexa. you, Alexa. <laughs> Alexa is a girl that has cancer. Oh, cancer. Right. That's the other show. And Katie's her best friend. Right. Um, this is what I want to ask you, though, is... Okay, so when you're not playing with your friends and you're not watching Television. TV or into your shows, what... Are the other things. You've been teaching retreats with me since you were three years old. So I do want people to hear what, like, all the things that you do that you don't even realize you do. You take, meaning, you take a lot of baths at night with oils. Yeah. I rub your feet with oils and lotions while you read to me before bed, right? Mm -hmm. You drink a lot of tea. Yeah. Um, you have a little meditation corner here in your room. Yeah. You write meditations. Yeah. You taught at the last yoga retreat for women. Yeah. You did a meditation, which we recorded for the podcast. And you just came to me with a whole class that you plan to help me with my American University stress management class. You want to yeah. come and do a guest lecture. Yeah. So um, 
what does that all mean to you? Like, what does, like, the world that you've been exposed to with yoga, meditation, do you, is that something you think will help you for your life? I mean, I understand you may not want to be involved with it and you might resist it, but what do you think? Give us a little bit about that when I'm talking about self-care. I'm talking about all of those little things that we do to take care of ourselves. Um, well... All these things that I've been doing since I was like three and uh, the meditation and the yoga I've been doing since I was... In my belly. Yeah, that. <laughs> and born. Um, I think that sometimes it helps, but most times when I'm mad at my brother or I'm mad at daddy or you, I come in my room, I get on my drawing pad, and I start to look at, listen to Wicked. Mm. Meditation and yoga do not help me calm down. Talking does not help me calm down. Mm. Nothing. Muse. I hear music because you yeah. said Wicked, but it could be music helps you calm down. Music helps and me art. Calm down. Art. Yeah. It's, and being alone. And being alone. Yeah. yeah. I, I lock myself in my room. Yeah. And when I need to talk to someone, but I don't actually physically want to go talk to someone get my gizmo Mm -hmm. it's a watch um Mm -hmm. and i start texting my mom Mm -hmm. and i say hey i'm sorry or hey i'm just got really mad or when's dinner or stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then i'll come down Mm -hmm. but i just have to like calm down before i start to talk to someone yeah i understand that and then what was another question? What are those things that help you with the sleep part? Because yes. that's what I'm looking at is that a lot of those things are the same. What I'm noticing is that a lot of the things on your sleep list are the same things that help you calm down when you feel angry. The draw color. Um, well, well, the sleepy music. The sleepy music is not right. It's like loud, pop, musical. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely... The coloring yeah. helps me go to sleep. Reading helps me go to sleep. Yeah. Oils help me go to sleep because, like, once I have my oils on my feet, like, I don't get off onto my bed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get off bed. Like, mm-hmm. I just relax. Um, legs up the bed is my fifth one. But I don't really think that it helps a lot because I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the music, definitely. Deep breathing... I don't remember to do. Yeah. Like, I cannot once I'm mad or I'm starting to sleep. Deep breathing does not occur to me yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any questions for me? Yes. When you get mad at Daddy or me, or Milo, definitely Milo, um, what do you do? Well, I just did an episode on anger, so you can listen (laughs) to that. You heard me record it. Um, I have a lot of strategies. It kind of depends on how I'm feeling right then. So sometimes I grab my journal. Sometimes I go out and go for a walk, right? Slam the door and go for a walk. Slam the door, scream. That happened. (laughs) But now we talk about it as like, I don't, I haven't done it since then, right? joke. Um, and I learned after that that didn't feel good to do as a strategy, but I do go out for a walk. Um, I I will go to meditation. Mm -hmm. 
on my cushion, I will pull a tarot card. Yeah. We love the tarot cards, right? You yeah. love the tarot cards and coloring. Um, I will talk with the person. I will yeah. go to a dance class. I'll go exercise. I'll listen to music, just like you. I have a music, I have a mix on my on my phone called Alignment Mix, and I listen to it, and it puts me into a good feeling state. Yeah, like Wicked does for yeah. me. So some of the same tools when I get mad at you or Daddy or Milo. Okay. Take a bath. <laughs> yeah. It's like the number one thing. Yeah. And then another question for you is, other than meditation, yoga, all that stuff that you're doing, what is something like that you like to do, like fashion or cooking or... Dancing. Dancing. I love to go dancing. I am getting back into movies. Daddy and I are going on a date night tonight where we're going to go see movies and we're doing more family nights. I love finding yummy recipes and cooking them for you guys. I don't always do that, but I love, I've noticed lately, I've loved doing that. I love being in nature. I love hiking. I (laughs) I love being outdoors um, and reading. I mean, I literally, like the best ideal day for me is just laying on the hammock with a book and a cup of tea and having you, my favorite moments over the past few years have been a good book, you under one arm, your brother nope. under the other arm, <laughs> and just all of us snuggling and being together. I yeah. just, there's nothing that brings me more joy. Yeah, like you said, the books, definitely like 200 in there. I know. <laughs> Plus daddies. 300. But you know what? The thing is, is that when I was your age, (laughs) I was doing the same thing. I was an only child and my parents, you know, I was alone a lot and I would be doing the same thing. Reading, reading, reading. So some of the things that I did as a kid, I'm still doing as an adult, just like for you with drawing and art. And I want you to remember this for your whole life. There's things that you love to do. And I don't want the stress of of a job or the demands of life or raising a family to get in the way. That's why I want you to see that I have my own life that doesn't have to do with you and Milo. I go alone. I go away alone. I travel alone. I spend a lot of time alone. Um, I don't define myself through you and your brother. I love you so much and I adore you, but I have to have my own life too. And I want you guys to see that I have joy and I have a really, I have amazing friends and amazing just work and writing and connection, things that I love to do that don't have to be, do with being just your mom. Yeah. Like this might help the people that are listening. If you like everyone has their own life it's Mm -hmm. not just their friends their family their husband their wife it they all have two lives i guess you could call it Mm. um or three (laughs) um mommy my mom has a life for me and milo and my dad mel but she also has her own life Mm -hmm. from when she was a kid Mm -hmm. and her life growing up and she may she's always loved this meditation yoga but she may start to grow out of it a little maybe um and me i have my own life i have my life with my brother and my mom and my dad um and maybe sometime in my life my family if i have a family um and it's 
And then I also have my own life when I need alone time and stuff like that. So to close, I want you to think about anyone who's listening who either is a kid who has, who's feeling challenges at school. Yeah. Or the parent of a kid who might have some of the same challenges that you face. Or, yeah. Thanks. What would you tell them? What's your advice for them? What's your wisdom? Um, this may be a quote from some books, it probably is, or movies. Um, never give up. Like, never lose hope, never give up. Um, especially when you're doing things that you need to do for getting a good job and stuff. Um, you don't give up on losing. Like, always try first for going for you, what you want. And if you can't get it, go to a lower level of what you want. And then maybe one day you'll be able to go to a higher level and go to what you want. Mm. Um, but for kids or adults, that's my advice for you. And then for kids... Just never give up too, and don't lose hope. But if you're like, if you feel dumb or immature or things that I said, um, like don't lose who you are, mm. and like don't change because of something that you may have. Mm-hmm. Because the core of who you are is who love. you are. It's who right? you are. And there's so many good, delicious, juicy, wonderful things in all humans, mm-hmm. right? All humans, especially, and even if some people are not that good, like then they're going to be good in something else, right? Yeah, or they'll have other strengths. Yeah, um, Sailor, I want to close. I like to close the interviews by telling people how much I appreciate them, how much I love who they are in the world, what they do, and. Mm-hmm. The thing that I most respect about you mm-hmm. is that you have continued to show up for this school that doesn't fully see you and appreciate the wonderful yeah. person you are, but you show up every day excited, eager to learn, with yeah. a smile, with an attitude of awesomeness, and I really appreciate that about you. Thank you. Let's close together. May you be happy. happy. May, May you, you be, be safe. safe. May May you be be healthy, healthy, and may you live with ease, or cheese, or peace. peace. (laughs) Thank you. Love you.